1: You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at com, or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com.
0: Uh-uh, don't touch that dial. There's excitement galore coming up in the next hour when you'll hear... (laughs) During another exciting episode of Chicken Man. He's everywhere! He's everywhere! The most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known.
1: I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired on March 17th, 1940, and it's called... Murderer's Vanity.
2: Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The Shadow knows. The Shadow, mysterious character who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. The Shadow uses its hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the Shadow belongs. Today's story, The Plot That Failed. As our scene opens, we see a big power shovel deep in its self-made pit the excavation of the hey. cellars and sub-cellars for the budget building. Hey, George, look over here. Well, we'll be I through think. digging this hole by tomorrow. Yeah, Joe. boss tell you where we go next? No, he didn't say. Probably be laid off for a while. Hey, Tony, back that truck closer. I gotta go closer. Huh. It's getting hot in here. Luke, check that water in the motor, huh? Yeah. That, the water's Okay. Hey, something's screwy. The motor's died. Hey, What's the matter? All the insulation's melting hey, off the wires. Hey, the engine's know? white hot. What's hey, what's the, the matter? The derrick. Oh, oh. She's a falling down. Look, get out of there. The controls won't work. Hey, look out! Oh, out I'm scrambling. You better get out yourself. Hurry up. Hey, there goes the, the, the derrick. derrick. Run! Run before they get us, Captain. Run, run, run Run! Hey. All right, Margot. All. Yes, we'll buy the 400 eggs tonight. Yes, we'll hard-boil them. Yes. And then tomorrow morning, we'll put on our long rabbit ears and play Easter Bunny for all the little children you've ever heard of.
3: Well, Lamont, if you don't want to help me, you don't have to. Shrevey doesn't ever come. We'll never get the eggs done. Oh, he'll
2: be along. He probably. Well, here
3: he comes now with all the speed of a slow gated snail. Shrevey, hurry
2: up. Get this cab going. I'm sorry, Mr. Crest. It's the funniest thing I ever seen. I ever. When
3: well, you don't sound sorry.
2: Oh, this lane. If you'd have seen those two guys hopping around, you'd have died laughing. You'd have died. What happened? Well, you see, I was looking in a hole, and down in the hall was this big extraditing machine, and them two fellas was working it. Well, it must have got hot or something because the machine started and milk It started. It was to melt. Yeah. Oh, it ain't funny. Uh, where do you want to go to?
3: We're going to get some eggs, Shrevy. And
2: on the way, we'll stop and see Professor Brown at City University.
3: Oh, Lamont, that's like saying we're going to Chicago from New York by way of Florida. It'll
2: only take a moment. And it'll Martha.
3: only take a moment to get the eggs, and the modern market is right on the way.
2: Excuse me for sticking my nose in where Angel's speared a thread, but I could get the eggs I could get while you two was talking to the professor at City University. <laughs> Shrevey, you're a genius. I believe. Come in. I'm Professor Brown, and this is Miss Lane. How do you do? The pleasure. Won't you come in? I'm afraid thank you'll me. find my laboratory built for work and not for comfort.
3: Oh, I think it's delightful.
2: It's never been called that before. Oh, uh, Doctor Forbes.
3: Hello,
4: Brown.
2: Miss Lane, Mr. Cranston. I'd like to have you meet my assistant, Doctor Forbes. How do you do? Dr. Paul. Oh, Miss Lane,
4: Mr. Cranston. Oh, Miss Lane, won't you sit here? Yes, thank you, Doctor
2: Forbes. I appreciate your coming here, Mr. Cranston, more than I can tell you. Particularly since my request will probably seem a bit strange. I want you to help me find the shadow. The shadow? You've heard of him, haven't you? Well, yes, of course I've heard of him, but... Uh, how did you happen to ask me to help you find him? I asked Commissioner, uh, Commissioner Weston. He hit on the splendid thought that you might be interested due to your work as an amateur criminologist. Oh, I see. We we must find the shadow. Well, from what I know of that elusive gentleman, that's a man-sized job in itself. Uh, you must tell me more of your plan, Professor Brown. Well, that is certainly a reasonable request, but... We'd appreciate it if you trust us for the moment and believe us when we tell you that it's of great national importance. All right, Professor Brown. I'll try to find the shadow for you.
3: one of the funniest things I ever heard. Miss Lane, if you don't
2: mind my stick and yes, my I nose... Yes, I know
3: where angels fear to tread. Excisely. Well, Professor Brown just asked Mr. Cranston to find the shadow by tonight.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a hot one, Mr. a foul, said Did you get the eggs, Shrevey? <laughs> uh, all the eggs. Yeah, yeah, I got I, got them, I got them. Good, Shrevey. Let's get going. Commissioner Weston's office.
3: Commissioner Weston? Well, when are we going to hard the Easter eggs?
2: We can do that after we've seen the commissioner. There's something funny about this, Margot. Yes,
3: <laughs> very funny. No, but <laughs>
2: seriously, either the Commissioner is playing a joke on me and the Professor, or the Professor has never talked to Commissioner Weston. In either case, I want to find out. A ribbon at our destination, Mr. Cranston. Fine, Shrevey. Mr. Cranston, when you see Commissioner Weston, would you put in a good word for my bosom friend and companion, Big Charlie? He's in a clink, he is. Well, not this time, Shrevey. We haven't much time. Don't forget, there are 400 eggs eagerly waiting to be boiled and decorated by Easter morn. You wait here, Margo. I won't be long.
3: Lamont, if you're not back here in 10 minutes, Shrevey and I will come in and boil all 400 eggs right in the commissioner's office.
2: Commissioner Weston, you know I hate to interrupt you when you're so busy, but uh, this time I just came to thank you. Thank me, Cranston, for what? For commending my abilities as an amateur criminologist to Professor Brown of City University. Now listen, Cranston, I will admit that you've given me a few tips at times that have been a great help, but I never recommended you as a professional or even an amateur criminologist to anybody. Much less uh, Professor... What's-his-name at City University? That's all I wanted to know, Commissioner Weston. Many thanks and good day. Uh, Cranston, what's on your mind? Come back here. I've got to cook 400 eggs for Easter. Didn't you get no chance at all to mention Big Charlie, Mr. Cranston? The commission was too busy, Shrevey. Maybe we'll have better luck next time. I'm afraid there won't be no next time, I'm afraid. Because I think Big Charlie's little woman is going to suck him on the head with something when he gets out. She's mad enough now to end up a widow. That's pretty
3: mad. Lamont, do you think that Commissioner Weston was fooling you about not recommending you to Professor Brown?
2: I don't know, Margot.
3: You don't suspect Professor Brown and Dr. Forbes of anything wrong, do you?
2: Well, they're hardly the criminal type. But I still wonder why they want the shadow to help them. We're at the university. we're at. Uh, very good, And Drive Miss Lane home. I'm going in to tell them that I didn't find the shadow. Margo Margot, it's a shame we don't know where the shadow is, as I know that he would like to investigate this right
3: now. Oh, very well, Lamont. Be careful. Yes, yeah, don't take no wooden hey. nickels. All right,
2: Shrevy. And don't you take any rough roads on the way home. Remember those eggs. I
3: will. I won't.
4: Yes? Who's there, Professor? I...
2: I saw the door open and close.
4: Oh, so did I.
2: You're quite right, Dr. Forbes.
4: Oh, what did you say, Brown?
2: Professor Brown said nothing. It is the shadow that speaks. Extraordinary. I wouldn't have believed that complete invisibility was possible unless I'd witnessed the phenomenon.
4: Yes, your ability, Shadow, can be most useful to us if you'll assist us in our work.
2: I should like to know a little about this work before I give you my answer. Just what do you plan to do?
4: Well, it's perfectly reasonable for you to ask. Brown and I have perfected a device or system for communication or signaling. It can be used either for carrier beams that will give direction to airplanes or ships at sea, or or for carrying direct messages.
2: That's very interesting. But why do you need me? You are most important Recently,
4: we have discovered that some forces not interested in the welfare of this country have learned of our invention. Unfortunately, it must be tested more thoroughly than it has been in the confines of our laboratory before we can offer it to the government.
2: Just what do you expect the Shadow to do?
4: Well, we hope that the Shadow will cooperate. Without being seen, he can place six of the machines at various strategic points around the city. We'll make it well worth your while, Shadow. This device will make us more powerful. Enough, Brown, please. Uh, Yes. Well, Shadow, are you interested in joining us in this very worthy experiment?
2: very much interested indeed, Dr. Forbes.
4: Oh, good, good. Well, then I'll explain further. Now, at the six strategic points in this city, we've rented rooms and lots. The machines are all boxed in plain packing cases and they're to be left in their wrappings. There are only three things that you must do. First, place the packing case near the window. Second, be sure the side with the circle faces the window. And third, uncoil the wire at the back of the case and plug it into a wall socket. Is that all clear?
2: Perfectly. Where are the cases?
4: Well, four of them are here just outside the entrance hall, and two others are now at the buildings on either side of the new excavation on Main Street. Their exact location and that of the six strategic points are on a list that you'll take with you. Oh, uh, uh, give him the list, Brown. Uh, Yes, sir. Well, good luck, Shadow. Later you'll see for yourself what this machine can really do.
2: Thank you, Dr. Forbes. It'll be very interesting to see what this experiment proves. I'm quite anxious to know just how it will make us so powerful. (laughs) Shadow. Shadow. Oh, he's gone. He fell for it.
4: Hook, line, and sinker.
2: It is several hours later. We find a very tired and footsore Lamont Cranston struggling off the elevator of an apartment building with two heavy bundles, one under each arm. He goes down the hall.
3: Oh, come in, Lamar. Margot. Where have you been? What have you been doing? What are those things?
2: Oh, oh one at a time, Margot. Let me put these things down. Ah, there. Yeah. I'll answer your questions. I've been all over the city carrying packing cases up and downstairs. Oh, you poor dear. Yes. Next time two scientific gentlemen have some freight to be hauled, they can call on the express company. Yeah, but what have you been doing?
3: Oh, I've nearly been going crazy. Did you ever try to boil 400 eggs in a wash boiler all at once? <laughs> no. I don't think it can be done. <laughs> well,
2: there's one thing I wish you could do.
3: What?
2: Make me some coffee. Oh, sure. We've got work to do, and I'm afraid I'll go to sleep.
3: All right. I'll make some out of. <sighs>
2: Uh, Margot, uh, where's that big city map of yours?
3: Oh, um, in the top drawer of my desk.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah, I got it. Now, let me see. Right there. Right there. Oh, I'm a stupid fool. What'd
3: you say, Lamont? Oh, I've been an idiot,
2: Margot, a blind idiot. What is it? Look, look at this map. Mm-hmm. You see these six places that I've marked? yes. That's where I put the machines tonight. Do you notice anything unusual about their location?
3: Well, they're in three different parts of town. Yes,
2: but if you look more closely, you'll notice that they're grouped in pairs. One machine of each pair is placed on either side of an important key point. Police headquarters, telephone building, a powerhouse.
3: Well, Lamont, you haven't told me yet what these machines are, what they do.
2: For a very good reason. I don't know.
3: Well, what are those two packages you brought in? Well, they're
2: a pair of the machines.
3: I thought you distributed them all.
2: I'm afraid that our friends at the City University are going to be a little upset when they find bricks and scrap iron in one pair of the cases.
3: Well, what are you going to do with the machines that you have here?
2: Well, first, we'll set them opposite each other, each side of the room.
3: Lamont Cranston, don't you plug those machines in until you find out what they do.
2: I brought them here so I could examine them more closely. Uh, Margaret, will you take the paper off that one when I take it off this one?
3: Yes, all right. Look, Lamont. Huh? It's something like a cross between an X-ray and a television outfit. It looks innocent enough. Lamont, you may be doing those two men a great injustice.
2: You may be right, Margot.
4: Well, Brown, is everything in order? Did you check all the machines? Yes,
2: Dr. Forbes. The Shadow has been a good and efficient assistant. The machines are all in place and working.
4: Now the only thing to do is to wait. Good. You know, it's a shame that we have to destroy the shadow. He could be most useful, but it's too dangerous to allow him to live to learn the true purpose of my machine. Your machine? Yes, mine. But I invented it. <laughs> yes. Unlike so many inventors, you were too stupid to realize its true potentialities. Without me, you'd still be nothing. Now you stand on the threshold of a new life. A new life? Uh, uh but what is our first step after tonight? You don't have to worry about that. Oh, but come, there are a couple of things yet to be done. Are the two extra machines set up in the room behind the laboratory? Yes, they are. And the control panel is in order, right by the door. Uh, Have you tested it? Oh, yes, of course. All right. Now, the next thing to do is for you to call Lamont Cranston and his friend, Miss Lane, on the phone and have them over here at a few minutes before midnight. Uh, What for? Oh, just to thank them for finding the shadow for me and perhaps reward them with a demonstration of the machine. I'm sure they'd be interested. Uh, Dr. Forbes, are you planning to destroy them too? They know too much. They know nothing. I can take no chances. Uh, but that's murder. Murder, I tell you. You're right, Professor Brown. You know, sometimes I get so carried away with the importance of our invention that I lose all perspective I... I'm sorry. Oh, forget it, Doctor. I'm afraid I was upset, too. Oh, that's all right. Oh, by the way, Professor, would you get me my heavy rubber gloves? I want to check on you high-tension insulators. Oh, surely. Uh, Where are they? They're in the room back of the laboratory. I'll get them.
2: I, uh... I don't see your gloves back here. But Dr. Forbes, get away from that control panel. Don't touch that switch. You fiend! You Don't! Ah!
4: exit, Dr. Brown. Completely.
3: (laughs) Hello? Yes? This is Margot Lane. Who is this? Who? Dr. Forbes, yes, doctor, how are you? Mr. Cranston is there, and he's had an accident. Yes, yes, certainly, doctor, I'll hurry right over. Oh, Lamont, this is getting less and less funny.
2: What was that all about, Martha?
3: Dr. Forbes informs me that you are at Professor Brown's laboratory and have met with an accident. What? What shall I do?
2: Let me use your phone.
3: Who are you calling?
2: I'm calling my apartment house. Hello? Hello? Uh, this is Mr. Cranston. Have any phone calls come in for me in the last few minutes? Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, Yeah. just as I suspected. Dr. Forbes just called me. Hello? Dr. Forbes? Uh, This is Lamont Cranston. I was in the shower and thought I heard the phone ring. The man at the desk told me you'd called. What's that? Margot Lane? Is it serious? I'll be there as soon as I can. Well, Margot, we're in for something, and I don't know what it is. But whatever danger is ahead of us, at least we have the advantage of going into it with our eyes open. Where to, Mr. Cranston? Well, we want to go to the City University, Shrevey. Yes, sir. Margo, I can't make head of my out ex- of it. don't know what that means. Basket, Shrevy, for heaven's sake, don't make all that time. noise, please. Look, golly, Mr. Cresson, I was only trying to cheer things up, I was only. Well, don't. You should ought to spend more time getting a laugh out of life. Well, like I did today, when you said she was trying to find the shadow. Or oh, when them two guys jumped off the extradite machine when it melted. What do you mean, melted? Just like I say, if something melts, it melts. Where was the excavation, Shrevy? Over on Main Street. Mongo, I've got it. What? That's the answer. Shrevy, thank you. Thank you a thousand times. Oh, that's okay. I'm always... I... What are you thanking me for? You gave me the right track on a great invention. Oh, yeah, them steam shovels are certainly great. Things. Stop the car, Shrevy. I'm getting out here.
3: Well, Lamont... I thought we were going to call on Professor Brown and Doctor Forbes.
2: Listen, Margot, this is much more serious than I thought. You must go to Professor Brown's lab alone. Your job is to keep them there.
3: All right, Lamont. What are you going to do?
2: I must go and disconnect those machines before the entire city is demolished.
3: Lane. Oh, I heard as fast as I could, Dr. Forbes. Is Mr. Cranston
4: all right? Oh, it's me? nothing serious. Come with me. He's in the room and back of the laboratory. Oh, I
3: do hope he's all right.
4: Uh, right in here. Sit down, man, Miss Lane.
3: What is the meaning of this?
4: Sit down, Miss Lane. I'm oh, sorry to have you to do this, but I feel that you'd be less bothersome to me if I tie you to this chair. Stop it! This room is completely soundproof, so you can make all the noise you wish. Oh, let go of me. Where's Mr. Cranston? I guess you're securely tied. I. Hope none of the ropes cut you, but they won't hurt long. What are you going to do to me? Much as I deplore the necessity, Miss Lane, you must be destroyed. You see, you've inadvertently run into something a little bigger than you are. A simple plot that can't fail. I, one man alone, will know the secret of the gradual but complete demoralization of this whole country, and eventually our whole civilization.
3: You alone? What about Professor Brown?
4: (laughs) I'm sorry to say, Miss Lane, that he outlived his usefulness. Professor Brown is no longer associated with me. For that matter, he's no longer associated with this world. <laughs> Rather amusing. I, uh, I wonder what's keeping Cranston. He should be here. Perhaps it would entertain you, Miss Lane, if I were to tell you about my invention.
3: You're the most cold-blooded fiend I've ever heard of in my life.
4: Strangely enough, that's a compliment. Thank you. Uh, but now to my invention.
3: Yes, tell me about it.
4: Well, the simplest explanation is that it's a machine which generates invisible rays. But when two of these machines are placed opposite each other, unbelievable heat occurs at the point where the rays meet. (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? But,
3: Dr. Forbes, why must you destroy and kill? Why don't you put this great invention to some good use?
4: My dear Miss Lane, that depends entirely on one's point of view. Now I must show you exactly how this invention works. Directly in front of you is one of the machines in that packing case. Behind you is another one. Here by the door is a control panel. When I pull this lever, in less than five seconds... You will completely disappear. You'll be dead. Gone. (laughs) Interesting, isn't it? Well, Miss Lane, I'm sorry. I can't wait any longer. I'll deal with Mr. Cranston separately. But you are going to die now.
2: Don't touch that control panel, Dr. Forbes. Shadow. Tonight, Dr. Forbes, instead of destroying the three strategic points in this city, the machines that would have caused this damage have been destroyed. And you, Dr. Forbes, will be giving another lecture on your machine, but this time to the police.
4: You're wrong, Shadow. The police will never know. There are three people in the world that know anything about my invention and all three of us are in this room. None of us are going to leave this room alive. Amusing, isn't it? Shadow, no matter what you say, I'm going to destroy us all now. The lights. The current is off. Shadow, you threw that main switch on the wall. Shadow, I know where you are and I'm going to shoot you. (laughs)
2: I'm afraid you didn't know where I was, Doctor You can never harm the shadow by shooting at his voice His voice can come from anywhere
4: Amusing, isn't it?
2: (laughs) It'll do no good, Forbes
4: I have one shot left, Shadow I saved it for myself Shadow, turn
3: on the lights I never expected to see lights again.
4: Margot,
2: he's dead. The rest of this case is for the police.
3: Well, Mom, I I hate to bother you, but you'll have to untie these knots. Oh,
2: Margot, what a terrible experience for you. How do you feel?
3: If I were shaking anymore, I'd fall apart. That's stupid. Now, what's
2: in that? I'll see.
3: Wait a minute, I'll go with you. I don't want to be here alone.
2: Shrevy. I hope you shall excuse me for busting in the door, but I'm scared, Miss Lane. It's about them eggs. Uh, the eggs? Yeah, the eggs. You see, I thought it would be a nice surprise if I went to your place and cooked the eggs. So I put the wash boiler full of eggs on a living room floor on a hot plate, and then I thought I'd amuse myself by turning on one of them new television sets it looks like you got in your apartment. Shrevey, you didn't try them, did you? Yeah, yeah. I turned the switch on one of them and nothing happened, so I tried the other one. I just threw the switch on and off quick like. Miss Lane, I don't know what happened. I, I can't find the wash boiler. But, Miss Lane, right in the middle of your rug, you've got 400 of the nicest scrambled eggs you ever saw. <laughs> Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by The Shadow Magazine. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow magazine is on sale at your local newsstand. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The Shadow knows. <laughs>
0: is 8.45 a.m., and from his small suburban home on the city's outskirts, the wonderful white-winged warrior departs with furious speed in his chicken coupe for another weekend of striking terrific terror. Winged warrior, we're not going too fast, are we? Uh, well, these speed limit signs are going by pretty fast, Mass Mother. You think we should slow down? I would if I were driving. Very well, I'll bring it back to 90. That ought to put the wheels back on the road again. And not too far behind the sleek, jet-powered, crime-fighting vehicle. Another fast-moving couple are also struggling to find the wrong. Go, 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 Leonard, go! But, evil woman, the schtickmobile won't go any faster. Oh, look, Leonard, I think they are slowing down. Yes, yes. Go, Leonard, go! Go, go! And don't forget, mask Mother, I want to get off at City Hall. Yes, my son. Is it time to begin the countdown? You may begin now. Okay. Five, four, three, two... One. Contact. Contact. Look there in the sky! Yes, yes. Is it a bird? No, it is not bird. Is it plane? No, it is not plane. It is Wing Warrior. Yes, yes. What now, evil woman? Leonard, only one thing to do. We must give Bird one more chance. Oh. Yes, oh. yes. Quick, tell Bird. We give you one more chance, Bird. No, 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 no. Tell Bird to go. Go, Bird. And get Wing Warrior. And get Wing Warrior. Look, look, Bird is going. Yes, yes. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Hooray. hooray, Look, Bird is flying to Wing Warrior. Yes, yes. Look, look, Bird. Kissing, Green Warrior. Ah, oh, uh, dumb, dumb fat, fat bird. bird. Quick, stop car, Why should I stop the car? Because you are driving, isn't it? No, isn't you? <laughs> The stickmobile has a stick stick shift, and another thing. Have you noticed that car backwards is whack? Be listening tomorrow for another exciting episode in the life of the most fantastic crime fighter the world has ever known. <laughs>
1: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. A lot of red herrings in this show, but the ending was rather poor. The title was terrible. I mean, they could have done a much better job with the title. And the old dying of a disease, so framing someone else for the murder routine? Really? And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we'll play a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us next Monday for a new episode of The Shadow. For com. This is Virtual Vinny, signing off.